Hi guys, and welcome to the Box Office Club, your hub for all things movie news, reviews, numbers, and updates. We're your hosts, I'm Emily. And I'm Kate, and today we'll be talking about this week's box office news and our predictions for the weekend's openings. So let's start off with some news. Uh, Creed 4 is uh, stated to be for sure happening by, by Michael B. Jordan before th- Creed 3 even hits theaters. That's kind of insane to me. Mm-hmm. You don't know how it's going to do. Yep. But it's also the first one without Sylvester Stallone. Oh, really? Okay. I so didn't know about that. they're banking a lot. They are. Uh, but I don't know. Michael B. Jordan, I haven't seen any of the Creed movies, but Michael B. Jordan is such a huge draw anyway. I love so him. So he's amazing. Um, so I think, I don't know, it might be like, you know, passing the baton to the next. I mean, they've already kind of done that with, with the whole franchise, but passing it on and then Sylvester Stallone can just not come back at all. He's like, I'm done. I just... I've never seen them, so I can't talk mm-hmm. much on it. What what could they be talking about that requires four movies? What <laughs> conversation are they starting in this third one that doesn't come out for another two weeks that they're mm-hmm. like, we're going to need a fourth to wrap I, this baby up? Well, I could counter that with, let's look at the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> another franchise I have no <laughs> desire in watching. To, mm-hmm. to, I, I can't use that as a counterpoint. I don't, yeah. I don't know yeah. what's going on with that. Gotcha. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I do think that it's very interesting, yeah, that they're... They don't even know what the numbers are going to look like. They are banking a lot on this. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that holds up and see if it's even going to do really, really well to warrant saying that before it even goes. So we'll be covering it. We We're going to I'm going to bring that up when <laughs> those numbers come in for that opening weekend. I'll be like, do you Either, make a good choice? Yeah, let's see. Let's I I hope so. And, you know, box office is written in more than just one weekend. So. Mm-hmm. We'll be tracking how that goes to see if Creed 4 already being greenlit mm-hmm. is a good idea. All right. Yeah. Also, Tar was named Movie of the Year at London's Critics Circle Film Awards. Tom Todd Field also won Director of the Year for that film. And Kate Blatchett won Actress of the Year. So what's that going to mean for the Oscars? I don't know. That's that's kind of huge that it was named Movie of the Year. That's a big, big award. Because the Oscars, it's going up against Banshees of Inishirin. Mm-hmm. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Huge fan. Um, God, I don't even remember all 10 that it's going up against. Mm-hmm. And Everything, Everywhere, All at Once has been a front runner. Mm-hmm. Tar came out, kind of pushed to the side. But I, I wonder what this is going to mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that it's already won that film award mm-hmm. if that's going to cause uh the people that do make those decisions and the oscars to think about that and maybe that factors in at all i don't know and then kate blanchett winning actress of the year mm-hmm. could be bad news bear for michelle Yeoh mm-hmm. for everything everywhere all at once who i believe deserves this absolutely um i recently watched everything everywhere all at once with you and matt and uh Thank you for showing me that movie. That was fantastic. <laughs> so um, knowing that movie, I have not seen Tar, but knowing my personal feelings on Everything Everywhere All at Once and Michelle Yeoh, I, I want her just because I've just because I've seen that so far. Mm-hmm. But but if critics, I mean, if the critics are saying that she won Best Actress and then the film won Movie of the Year, that kind of that really makes me want to go see it now to see to compare how those are going to hold up. Yeah, we're definitely, we're going to have to do some more research for the Oscars. I'm excited. I'm worried. I have (laughs) in my mind who I think should win a lot of the awards, Mm -hmm. Um, especially Brendan Fraser for his performance in The Whale. If he gets snubbed by the Oscars, I will riot on the show. I think a lot of people will riot. I will riot. He did a phenomenal job. This is a forewarning. Mm -hmm. There will be riots. (laughs) in my bed my little temper tantrum as i watch it <laughs> um, but yeah so 
things to look forward to already mm-hmm. watching how the Creed franchise does and the Oscars. Disney also made a big announcement today. Actually, uh, I want to say about an hour ago, I stumbled upon the article as you were leaving Yes, <laughs> uh, to go to your meeting. Um, they had to make some tough announcements about layoffs and cuts mm. within the company, which is never good. No. Um, and then Bob Iger followed up that information by saying there is a new Toy Story and Frozen movie now in development. All right. I'm very interested about new Toy Story. Uh, I love the Toy Story franchise. So um, I think that is my I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's probably changed since then. But uh, the new Toy Story, since it came out in 95, I remember that it is my brother's favorite um, uh, Disney Pixar movie is the is Toy Story because it came out the year that he was born. He's mm-hmm. like, it's fantastic. Um, but I love that franchise. Uh, so I'm excited that there's going to be another story coming mm-hmm. out of that. And guess what? There's more. Oh. They also announced that a sequel to Zootopia will be done. I love Zootopia. I don't remember it too much. I remember liking it when I watched mm-hmm. it. I'm going to have to do a rewatch for this new one, but it is coming. I recently rewatched it <laughs> at my previous job. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and then his final announcement for the day was that there is going to be an Avatar experience opening at the Disneyland uh, park coming in the future. Okay. So they have a couple in Animal Kingdom at the Florida location, Disney World, mm-hmm. um, in Animal Kingdom, and now there will be a whole exposition at Disneyland in California. Cool. I, I've i been to Disney World many, many years ago, <laughs> a couple of decades ago, <laughs> um, but I, I would want to go to Disneyland. That might be a, a good draw then to go see what that would be like. I went to Disney World when I was like five <laughs> and I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. And I have been steadily begging Matt to take me <laughs> for um, the last couple of years. We were so close this year to going. We, so. we should we should all go. You know, I'm just I'm going to go on every vacation with you guys from now on. Um, <laughs> but we could say it's for research. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. a Disney World exclusive. Yes. We rank the food, we rank the rides. <gasps> mm-hmm. We rank the experiences. The drinks around the world. That's what I want to go for now because when I went, I was 10 years old. So I was like, was not interested in that. And then I didn't even know that was a thing until a few years ago. And I was like, oh my God, I, I definitely want to go do that. So, mm, all right, let's book it. Okay. <laughs> Petition, guys. Petition for us to talk my husband into taking us to Disney World. Yes. Let's let's do it. We'll, we'll bring exclusive content mm-hmm. from from the streets. Yes. Maybe we can get an interview with Mickey Mouse himself. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. So, all right. That's, that's some pretty big announcements just, you know, right before we were going to record. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, we got everything all set. All the research is done. And then... Story alert. I'm like, mm-hmm. back and I go. Yep. You know? Yep. So that's... All right. So Pathan became the first Bollywood movie to reach the $100 million mark without the help from a Chinese release. Uh, but not only is that amazing on its own, it was able to do that in just 12 days. Wow. Yeah. It surpassed um, $103 million just this past Monday. That's insane. I'm so excited. That is insane and we were just talking about how we need that in our market more Mm -hmm. yeah so i'm i'm excited to see that that might pave the way of let's getting a lot more uh foreign films into our theaters i hope so it it should be Mm -hmm. um we need it you know and there's clearly a lot of to do that in 12 days globally there's clearly a lot of love from it yeah outside of its home market Mm -hmm. so we should we should be able to see it. It shouldn't lose 600 liters in the no. second week. No. It shouldn't be cut from us like that. So yeah. I'm, I might hunt this one down. Yeah, same. Okay. So <laughs> I'm for this, so excited for this. Because yeah. I don't know what this is. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you gotta. Okay. So I was doing some research and I found, I found the news articles. And I found two for the people listening that I did not tell Emily about before we were recording. She has no idea. 
you specifically said do not look. I yes. <laughs> because both of these I felt like I needed your just your genuine reaction for. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. The first one. Mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Okay. Opened early in Mexico. <gasps> okay. Under the name Pooh, and in less than two weeks is nearing close to one million dollars just in Mexico. Are you serious? I'm serious. Oh my god. I'm so excited for this movie now. It's it's still set to hit over a thousand theaters in the U.S., Okay, a little over a thousand theaters in Latin America, some theaters in Canada and U.K., and some other territories, but is already close to one million just in Mexico. Mm -hmm. It was made on a reported budget of under $100,000, confirmed. Wow. So it's already made it back just in Mexico. Oh, my God. And this is the best part. Are you ready? Oh, my God. A sequel is already in development. Are you serious? I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. All right. What's the countdown? When do we go see it? (laughs) A week? We go see it next week? A week from today. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because our normal episode will be late because Mm -hmm. we will be seeing Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Huddy. Oh, my God. All right. So the the budgeted. uh... They forgot. They forgot a couple dots. Uh Uh-huh. A reported budget of under $100,000. Wow. I'm so excited. That's so cool. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm really glad you wanted our live reaction from that. <laughs> the next story. Mm-hmm. Not as nice. Oh, okay. AMC, I labeled the story, AMC goes money hungry. Yes, you, you heard me right. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, or the day before, AMC recently announced that they will be adding a pricing tier to their seating. Yep. That's my reaction. (laughs) The silence. Mm -hmm. They want it to look like if you were going to see a stage show compared to a movie. So their pricing tiers were announced (sighs) as followed. I hate this. Preferred sightline, an ump charge for the center screen and center theater... Unless you are an AMC A-list member, no extra charge. Standard sightline, so the side wings, is general seating at a traditional price. And then value sightline is discounted seating for the first two rows, the undesirable seats. The changes will start to affect places like New York City, Chicago, and Kansas City as early as this Friday the 10th and will be on all shows after 4 p.m., That is bullshit. I do not like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Because let's, let's make uh, the, the undesirable seats the cheaper seats. So if people are, you know, having a hard time and they're like, I still want to go see a movie, but I'll, I'll pay the lower price. You're going to have a worse experience. Yep. So, yeah, let's just, let's just make it worse for the people that can't afford to get the preferred sight line. Yeah, and they said that they were doing this to help give a better experience to people who enjoy the quality. But I don't find that a better experience because I do enjoy the quality. Mm-hmm. I pre-order tickets when I go to theaters, yeah. except for our local one because you don't have to choose your seats there, which I yeah. love. But if we're going a little farther out, our theater didn't get a movie we want to see, I I get them in advance because I want those middle seats. Mm-hmm. That does not make me feel like a valued customer to have to pay more. No. For those seats. Nope. I mean, I I think I did have the AMC. I know I have the app, mm-hmm. but the A-list, is that the, like, the top tier? Like, I can't remember the, the way that they tier their, I believe their so. site. So, yeah, that's just rewarding the people that have the extra money to spend on... On the, the, um, like the premium, I can't think of the word, the premium, uh, tier on the app and then they get, the, they get first dibs on the preferred seating. Yep. I don't like that. Yep. The mm. only day this does not affect is their $5 Tuesday. It is still $5 wherever you sit. Okay. So they're going to get a lot more people going on their Tuesdays. Or they're going to get a lot more people going to different theaters. Mm -hmm. I personally think this is ridiculous. 
from running a local theater and watching how bad it was to recover from COVID, how bad it still is. Yeah. And all the gimmicks and all the stuff we have to do to try and get people to come back to mm-hmm. make the experience more pleasurable to sell the experience. Cause that's why you go to a movie is you're going for the experience Yeah, and all, all the work these theaters go in to try and get people to come back. All the programming companies are now trying to put in to get people to go back to the theater, to take a step back from the streaming market that they've pushed mm-hmm. and then be like, Oh, Regal just closed a frick ton of their locations. Mm -hmm. Now we have the market to ourselves. Where are they going to go? Now we have to charge them more. Yeah. Because why, why the fuck wouldn't we charge them more? Yeah. And it's making it more, it's already so expensive. It is, especially that's when, when uh, me and my roommate lived out um, in, in Rochester, um, we would go to there were a couple there were a couple AMC's that were around, but we would depending on where we wanted to go, it was either Tinseltown or AMC. We signed up for the AMC on the the app so that we could get those discounts, and we did not extra spend unless it was like our birthday and we got the free upgrade mm-hmm. um, or anything because it was already so expensive. And we only went on Tuesdays. We went every single Tuesday to get that five dollar discount, and then they upped it to six. For a little while. I don't know if they went back down or anything, but they they had upped it to $6 on Tuesdays. And then their uh, concessions are so expensive. Like, I, I get the struggle. Yeah. I do. And I get that theater concession has to be so expensive because it is the only thing that the theater gets full profit on. Yes. Companies take a lot of money from ticket sales. We mm-hmm. do not see a lot of that. That does not come back to us. So mm-hmm. even if you're going to get... Like, you're like, I'm going, I'm getting, I'm seeing a movie there, I'm supporting a theater. Like, yeah, you are. I'm not discrediting that. Mm -hmm. But if you don't get anything and every time you go, you don't get anything and you are sneaking those snacks in, which Mm -hmm. like, I get people do it. It happens. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to poo-poo on you for doing (laughs) that because I've even done that. Yeah. But it does hurt. And you can complain about the pricing for that. But it's why it's so expensive. If we can get more people going, then that should... I mean, hopefully it would offset where people would be like, you know, oh my gosh, we're getting such an influx of people. Mm-hmm. This is fantastic. We're going to do something and give back to you guys. We're going to, you know... Yeah. It, it's all a give and take. And right now they're just taking. Yeah. So all much. That is all AMC is doing. Yeah. It's... That... I don't like that. I, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. You are mm-hmm. literally... You're, like, punishing people who don't have money. Mm -hmm. The people who want to support their theaters, who want to go have this experience, who want to make sure theaters don't die. Mm -hmm. And then they do this, and they're already spending money they don't have. Mm -hmm. And now if they want to enjoy it, they have to pay more. They're already probably skimping out on popcorn and drinks because they can't afford it. Because now they're going to skimp out even more on the thing you actually make revenue on mm-hmm. because they had to pay an extra couple bucks to sit where they want to sit. Yeah. But so, so that's the story on AMC. AMC goes money hungry. That is, that's how I'm captioning it. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, if theaters die, it would be a travesty. Mm-hmm. And I would, I'd be pointing my fingers that way because theater, they, they have, some power not all the power there are some Mm -hmm. things that no matter how hard we try we can't control but that we do have some things in our power to to bring people back and to try and save the industry and moves like this is doing quite the opposite so when they lose customers or have to up their prices even more or have to roll this back and be like oops my bad or they have to close locations like regal did this will be why yeah Absolutely. All right. So now that we've covered the latest news in the movie world, let's get into talking about what movies are coming into theaters this weekend. So the finale of the Magic Mike trilogy titled Magic Mike's Last Dance is finally coming to theaters after eight years uh, since the sequel was released. Channing Tatum takes on London in the final movie, teaming up with a newcomer to the franchise, Selma Hayek. So I am super excited about this. Um, 
I've seen the two other Magic Mike movies. I've actually also been pulled on stage at a Magic Mike, uh, I don't know what they call not a concert, but like, you know, in person. Like an experience? Oh, the Magic Mike Live performance. So oh. um, I love this, and I'm super <laughs> excited to see uh, Selma Hayek and, and see where this story takes them. Okay, so she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So the casting of that, so smart. Mm-hmm. I... I'm going to lose my girl card. <laughs> I've never seen a Magic Mike. Not not a single one. Oh, missing out. I I think I want to. I you you have to. Now, I will say this is my unprofessional and unwarranted opinion, all right? Okay. The first one, you do have to watch it. It's not great. But you okay. have to watch it cuz it sets everything up just in the world but then the second one is amazing it's so good the cast is great it's got one of my favorite movie scenes oh because it is hilarious sexy Mm -hmm. and it's got just everything okay so and i will only say it is the convenience store scene okay okay noted convenience Mm -hmm. store scene scene magic mike xxl right Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. It's it's so funny to me. I didn't think I was going to bring up the story so early, but that was that was kind of the perfect seg- segue. Um yeah. It's funny to me that you say that the first one's bad. Mm-hmm. And that you have like you have to watch it to get to the second one because although I've never seen this movie. My husband, on the other hand, has seen both of them. Mm-hmm. And that's not the weird part. No, that's not the weird part. I wish it was the weird part. <laughs> the weird part is that he watched both of them, not not just the first one, mm-hmm. both of them with his family, his extended family. So we're talking mom, dad, sister, all the aunts, all the uncles, his grandma. They <laughs> they sat down one day and they put on Magic Mike. For God knows what reason, he still says he doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. And then... And then they're like, wow, that was awkward. Why don't we just watch the second one right now? <laughs> I, If there was a moment in time to be a fly on the wall and <laughs> that conversation was going down, that would be one of them. I want... He doesn't remember the logic behind it. Mm-hmm. I, I want to know it. I yeah. want to know... Why? And I ask him. He says it's the most awkward, embarrassing thing he's ever been through. Uh They still watch both. Yeah. So to hear the first one's like bad, it wasn't like so good that they're like, we have to go watch the second one right now. No. It the it was. I just. I mean, I don't think I've rewatched it. It's one of the movies I've not rewatched. Wow. Um, (laughs) I know. Crazy, right? Uh, I because I just remember it was like a slow story. Like it was. The story wasn't that great. The dancing was amazing because the dancing is always amazing. Yeah. But but the second one had a storyline mm-hmm. and it you were invested in all the characters and there were like surprise cameos and you're like, wait, what? So I I I enjoyed it. Um <laughs> I need to I need to call up my mother-in-law. I need to find <laughs> out what happened that day. Also, yeah. Because that side of the family, the side that he was with mm-hmm. when they watched it, does not get together often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that why? We've been together almost, what, five, six years? Mm-hmm. I've never been with the whole extended family before. Oh, wow. Like, they get together that little. So why they're like, ooh, our big family reunion where even grandma's here, <laughs> let's throw on magic mike one and, and two. two all right so it wasn't watching that movie that then made them not get together as often they've just been like that where they don't get together as often you know actually i'm gonna have to fact check that i'm gonna was that the straw was there like it. we cannot get together anymore <laughs> there's a third one coming out this is a dangerous game that we're playing we gotta no <laughs> that's so interesting it did spark a debate though between yes. matt and i Mm-hmm. So he's seen the magic mics. I have not. He watched them with his family. That was freaking weird. <laughs> I've seen the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. Matt mm-hmm. has not. So we cannot settle this debate. 
So we need our listeners too. Yes. I watched the first Fifty Shades of Grey movie with my mom. <laughs> and it was the weirdest That's thing. so bizarre. So bizarre. But we had the good sense to look at each other after the movie <laughs> and be like, that was an awful idea. Mm-hmm. That was awkward. We're going to go see two and three on our own. Yes. And that's what we did. Yes. We weren't like, wow, that was weird. Let's go buy the video pack <laughs> and finish up the series. Right. Um, so what is weirder to watch with your family? Magic Mike or Fifty Shades of Grey? Serious debate. Mm-hmm. If you've seen both of them or you just have a suspicion on which one you think would be mm-hmm. weirder, let us know. We're going to put a poll up on our Twitter, on our Facebook uh, leave a comment anywhere you can leave a comment, email us. This is, I want to collect this data. Yes. I want to know because I've seen both. I've seen both of the, um, so what's your take? Whew. Um, I, oh, I don't know. There's, there's so, there's such awkward scenes in both of them that I'm, I'm imagining watching with my parents and I'm like, Oh, um, so I, but I'm you really have to think hard because you're not stupid enough to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. There's there's been a couple of movies. And nothing is coming to the mind off the top of my head where we. Oh, actually, I watched Neighbors with my family because someone got it for me. For I feel like Christmas. that's not as bad. That's not as bad. There. N- that's not. As bad. It's not as bad it's as these bad. two, but it was <laughs> very awkward. So I'm trying to channel that awkwardness to see which one I'm thinking. This is so hard. I'm thinking it would be weirder to watch Magic Mike with both of my parents. Really? Because, yeah, I think because of all the, you know, half, not even half, mostly naked men dancing, Mm. my dad would be very uncomfortable. Okay. Okay. So one vote for Magic Mike. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Guys. It's by like a hair. Like it is. We need the data. I... Mm -hmm. Comment on our Facebook page, use the poll, use our Twitter, comment on YouTube, we email us anywhere that you can contact us, please. I am going to, I'm going to actually pull this data in, in like a chart and I'm going to have it. If you're friends with us, just text us. <laughs> yeah. If you're <laughs> friends with us, just text us. We're just, just magic Mike or 50 shades and we'll know what it means. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm so excited for this data. So, yeah, super, super long segue. So Magic Mike's <laughs> coming back to theaters. <laughs> and it's a really great time, though, too, because it's right before Valentine's Day. Yes. So, it, you know, great day for going with your significant other, with a group of friends, anything like that, I think. Yeah, maybe, maybe man, man will watch it again. Oh, I don't know. Can he not watch the third one with me? Because he has to, he has to get the family. Together. He might have to get the family together to watch that. So you might be, you might be there with them. You might get an inside look at that. Oh, hard pass, hard pass. It's not even like a second, like to think about it. Nope, nope, nope. nope. I respect my in-laws enough not to, not to be there for that experience. Um, but to counter on your point, I guess it's not really a counter. It's a good, it's a good time to drop it yeah. because Valentine's day. Mm-hmm. So why is it only in 2000 theaters? Oh, that seems pretty low. Knock at the cabin and 80 for Brady were both in 3000 plus. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Avatar me? I think opened in like four. That seems so weird, especially, I mean, maybe because it's been so long since the previous one, but Avatar, it was so mm-hmm. long, yeah. and that got, I mean, phenomenal movie, but yeah, that seems very, very low, especially right before Valentine's Day. Yeah, because, I mean, it was supposed to be straight to streaming, and okay. then I think it was supposed to be HBO Max, okay. and then everything that happened with HBO Max and them trying to fix their streaming and all that. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, 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 no. That's not smart. Mm-hmm. Let's put it in theaters. People want to go see this. Let's drop it for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I'm like, but great, only smart, perfect marketing. Yeah. And then they're like, but, <laughs> you know, we're HBO. We still hate money. 
only 2000 theaters and not our local theater. Yeah. So For I'm anyone who doesn't that. know, um, HBO is connected to Warner Brothers. Um, so they just don't like oh, money. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes a little bit You're more like, sense. You're like, that's now. ringing the bell? Yeah. Because, Emily, <laughs> it's not going to be at our theater. Nope. I'm, I'm bummed about that. I was going to go watch it. I don't want to have to drive an hour to exactly. watch some strippers on Valentine's Day, you know? Okay, I might do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's the whole thing. And yes, the theater like an hour away is still technically like local, but it's an hour away. Mm-hmm. And when I have one that's 10, 15 minutes from my house, I'm like, yeah. I'd much rather go to that one. But yeah. if they're not going to get it. And so. it's not that fun insider fact for our listeners. It's not like they didn't try. Yeah. They were not allowed. Yep. They were like, no. Limited number of theaters getting this movie. (sighs) Because they hate money. (laughs) Especially with Channing Tatum. He's such a huge draw. Yes. He had two big movies last year. Yes. um, Dog and The Lost City. Yeah, The Lost City was... that Watching that run was fantastic. Yeah. So I don't understand why they would only do 2,000. I don't know. I don't know. I wish, I wish I did. I <laughs> I want to be you know cue the rumor it happens from Hamilton. I wanna I wanna know why people make these. Why is AMC charging for seats? Yeah. Why is Magic Mike in less like only two thousand theaters? Mm-hmm. Why? Why a lot of things? Yeah, I feel like in a lot of these places where they make these these decisions, you need to have one person that you pull off the street and be like, hey. This is what we're thinking. What do you think? And then that person can be the voice of reason most most of the time. You Sometime, gotta grab the right person. I I think when it comes to movies, though, you can be like, so do you think um, Channing Tatum being in a Magic Mike movie, only 2,000 theaters? And they could be like, everyone knows Channing Tatum. No. Bump that up. Yeah. I think I think someone would be the voice oh, of reason. Oh, if you said on Valentine's Day weekend. Yeah, they'd be like... No brainer. More. More theaters. Yeah. And what do you, what's it going to hurt you to put it in more? No. You're giving more opportunity. Mm-hmm. It makes it feel like they don't have faith in this project. Yeah. And, and that then, is a slap in the face to all these Magic Mike fans. It kind of <laughs> makes me want to go see it more because what are they scared of? What are they scared for these people to watch? What are you hiding from me? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's a good question. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go watch it. Okay, <laughs> I gotta go find it. Um, uh, yeah, but it does have some competition. It does because another good movie to see on Valentine's Day that also has a long gap between mm-hmm. the last time it was in theaters is Titanic. It is getting its 25th anniversary re-release this weekend. The version is reissued in 4K and will be available in 3D and other premium viewing screens across the country. It's a hugely popular movie, obviously. I mean, it's number three all-time worldwide. Mm -hmm. And who knows the type of boost it's going to get from this re-release. And it has a nostalgia factor. Yep. That's why I'm going. I didn't get a chance to see it in theaters the first time around because... I was five. I was not yet conceived. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I'm so excited because I can remember watching it on the two VHS tape. Oh, my God. With that with that cut um, where you have to stop the, you know, stop the first tape. And rewind. And rewind If you it. were a good noodle, you rewinded. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, which in that one took for rewinding took forever until unless you had that fast rewind and you had to pay premium for that fast premium rewind. for that VCR. Um, I think we still have that VCR. I did ask my dad. I was like, "Is it still working?" He's like, "I don't know. It might be on its last oh. legs." So, fingers crossed. But then putting in that other tape, the second tape, and watching it, and I I'm so excited to see it on the big screen. And it's like a it was always like a race, you know. Oh yeah, like you would have to like. 
especially like, I mean, when you're watching it the first time, you don't know what's going to happen. Yes. And it always has to happen at like the most inconvenient time. And then you're like, oh no. And you got to rewind it because if you, if, especially if you're a kid, if you didn't rewind it, my, oh my God, the hell that would break out. You Get forgot to rewind something. Mm hmm. And then, like, getting back in there. And oh my, if you were watching with people who were like, oh, this is a perfect time for a potty break. And you're like, no, no, no. no. We got to get it back up. Yeah. We got to go. We got to go. You had barely enough time. It's like like watching like the Super Bowl. I will say. It's like watching the Super Bowl. And really, you're watching it for the commercials. So it's during the game. And you are <laughs> running to get all of your errands done of going to the bathroom, getting more snacks, getting another drink. And then you come back for the commercials. Oh. I will equate it to that. <laughs> wow I've never compared it like that mm -hmm. but and then yeah it would be great to watch it on a screen and and I mean it's kind of sad because it's not the nostalgia factor like that's just part of the Titanic viewing experience at this point but it'd be so nice to, you know to watch it without the cut yes because it Restored. is such a, a cliffhanger it is yeah it's like right before they hit the berg they're like mm -hmm. cut it yeah Actually, I think it's after. Really? Yeah. Um, I think... I thought I had pulled that up. Hold on. So it's either right before or like right after it hits and it's like, oh, crap. These people are probably going to mm -hmm. die. Yes. So, so I found it because I was like, wait, I want to know what scene mm -hmm. that was. So I looked it up and it's when uh, Captain Edward Smith says, I believe you will get your headlines, Mr. Ismay. Oh, damn. Whoa. I think a, they were talking about like the the... Uh, like being unsinkable, probably too. That too. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we don't have enough light boats. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, mm -hmm. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. And I'm so going for the 3D one. Mm -hmm. I'm not like, they're gonna do it. I'm gonna go see it in 3D. Yeah. And then sit by my noob of a husband who didn't even see Titanic until last year for the first time. Watched it on streaming, not oh. the VHS with the rolly tape. He's not going to understand no. the, the change no. that he's going to be witnessing. Because I'm going to drag him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's not not going. Because I think I've watched it like on every like uh, VHS. I have the DVD. Anytime mm -hmm. I was, you know, scrolling through, seeing what was on TV, you know, on cable. And it was on cable. Cable. It was like, whoa, streaming. Now this, I'm like, I want to see it on every single format. I need to see it on the big screen. I'm so excited. And what a, I mean, it's going to be competing against another James Cameron movie, mm -hmm. which I don't know will help or hurt because of the amount of goodwill James Cameron has right now mm -hmm. because of the success of Avatar. Or if people are going to be like, I don't want to give James Cameron any more of my money. True. True, true. But I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will too. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's either a really good uh, time, right? You know, Avatar's still in the top ten right mm -hmm. now. So it's, but it, it, but it has been bumped out of first spot, mm -hmm. and now Titanic's coming in. So it's almost a perfect timing for that. Yeah, James Cameron just can't, he can't let go. He can't like, he can't let go. Hmm. Hmm. That wasn't. I totally. I'm a freaking genius. <laughs> that was on the spot mm -hmm. greatness. Yes. Can't let go. Can't let go. Unlike someone okay. whose name we shall not say. No, I'm just kidding. James Cameron has to be a mastermind genius because for our listeners out there, if you do not know, <laughs> for marketing the re-release of Titanic, James Cameron himself weighed in on the infamous door debate. And mm -hmm. he teamed up with some scientist somewhere, I don't remember, <laughs> to see if Jack, in fact, could have stayed on the door. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he could have. Yep. With variables. I'll give him credit. Like, with variables, mm -hmm. he could have been on it. And he could have lived. And they got to live happily ever after. Yep. There were some factors. But even James Cameron said himself, he was like, yeah, it was possible, but doesn't make for a good ending. No. It is I, as tragic as the ending is. It's the Titanic movie. 
it was a very tragic event, event that happened. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense, and it's a it's a wonderful story, mm-hmm. and I love that movie. So, but just to just to be validated after all these years, yeah, like all the people that that because you know did the the paint tape on the floor to see exactly the dimensions of the mm-hmm. door and they found someone about the same size as Kate Winslet and and uh uh Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio and they're like we're gonna throughout all these you know the past 25 years and people are like yeah he could have been on there but what this isn't even a debate yeah, so then and they're now, like okay well he could have fit on there mm-hmm. but then they both would have it would have submerged into the water and then they both would have been in freezing cold water and then they both still would have died of frostbite so that was the first test they're like so no it's not good because jack as a character would never do that to rose he would put rose Mm -hmm. above himself and that's why he was in the water he wouldn't have even risked it i get it but if rose put their life jackets that they were wearing underneath the door (gasps) oh they would have lived both of them. That was what the study concluded. Hmm. They would have been out of water enough and shivering enough that the action of them shivering would have heated them up mm-hmm. and they both would have been alive long enough for the rescue boat to show up. Okay. I didn't I didn't think of the the life jackets underneath. And that's, that's where they're so... like with variables. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, use common sense. The love of your life is freezing to death." <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like Oh, I'm, I'm, that scene is coming back to me now. So I'm going to go rewatch it. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) This is a recommendation (laughs) from us, despite my frustration Mm -hmm. about the door. Yes. It does make it for a good tragic story. It does. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, I'm definitely going. Yeah, I will. I will be as well. Now on to our limited release. Uh, about 15 movies opened and limited, but we're just going to mention a couple of the more notable ones. Uh, first up, Consecration. It's a new horror slash thriller hitting about a girl named Grace, played by Jenna Malone from Antebellum. Uh, she goes to a convent in Scotland to get an answer about the mysterious death of her brother, only to uncover disturbing truths about her own path. Ooh, spooky. spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's how all storylines go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to discover something about someone I love. And oh no, there's secrets about me too. <laughs> what? Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Oh, uh, but uh, yeah, Scotland. That's always a big draw for me. So I'm like, yeah, I'll be going. <laughs> well, if you want to, for some reason, that movie is at our local theater and not Magic Mike. <laughs> All right. Not that I am opposed to any new movies hitting our yes. local theater. Yes. I love getting rotation of new mm-hmm. stuff, and I always push to get the limited stuff. Yeah. But I also know that money is money, and money is what keeps it open. So if you're going to spend the money to get the limited stuff, you better be getting the the guaranteed money yes. on top of it. Yeah. And this one, I think there's uh, you know just some other bigger movies out there that if people only go see a movie a weekend and are not complete, you know, um, weirdos like us and go see many, many movies. Um, this might not be one, especially if you don't like horror or thrillers, Mm -hmm. uh, you might not go see that. I love horror and thrillers. So this might be one that I go see at our local theater instead of what would have been magic Mike, but yeah. Um, some other horror, Hitting the limited box office. Um, She Came from the Woods, a new horror comedy set in 1987 at the best place for a horror movie, a summer camp, (laughs) where a group of counselors unleashes an ancient evil on, of course, the last day of camp. Uh, This is an original screenplay from director Eric Bloomquist, who has some titles under his name, but I don't think I've ever heard of any of them. And every movie I looked up had basically no box office information next to it okay but there is some talent in the film it has claire foley from the sinister movies and william sadler from die hard 2 and the green mile he was also i think in one of the iron man movies um so there's a lot of room for some standout roles 
Yeah, um, I I hadn't heard of this one, but I love horror comedies. Those ones are great too. And this sounds like such a good uh, setting. You it know, does. Nineteen eighty-seven at a summer camp. And then <laughs> ancient evil. All I could think about was like you unleashed it on the last day. <laughs> like you were one day away from going For home. Freedom. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I I I do want to go check this out. It wasn't on my radar. The more I looked into it, the more I was like, I could. I think I could find myself making some time um, Mm -hmm. to going to see this movie. I can use a laugh. Yeah, I um I haven't seen anything else by this director, so um I I don't know what to expect coming out of that, and I don't think. Oh, yes. All right. From the Sinister movies, the the main actress, Claire Foley. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Because Sinister is one of my top favorites. So you heard that. So, like, yes. I was like, I'm going to do a quick Google. It's like her, her name sounds so familiar. And from the Sinister movies, I was just trying to put the, yeah. put the name to the face. And yeah, I I uh, I would definitely go see this one. It sounds like a like a fun time. Yeah. So a lot to make time for. But we're not done with our limited releases quite yet. Yes, next up we've got Sharper, so under that limited release, plus Apple TV. Um, So it's a neo-noir thriller about con artists taking Manhattan millionaires in a high-stakes game of ambition, greed, lust, and jealousy. This project stars Julianne Moore from The Hunger Games, Sebastian Stan, our beloved Bucky Barnes, Mm. and John Lithgow from Interstellar. So that sounds like a great cast. I I love each and every one of them. I will... I would see Sebastian Stan in just about damn near anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> so when I yeah. saw that, I was like, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. any Sebastian Stan movies coming out? I could, I could be persuaded. I don't need much persuasion. Let's go. <laughs> no, right. I, uh, I have Apple TV Plus too. Um, but you know, theaters. Yes. Um, and I, I love John Lithgow. He's in so many random things. It's, mm-hmm. it's so funny. I, I was talking with my brother about John Lithgow the other day, and we we're like, wait, all right, he was Lord Farquaad and Shrek, <laughs> but then he's also the preacher dad from Footloose, mm-hmm. and like all of these random things. What else? Oh, I was rewatching um the How I Met Your Mother series, and he's Barney's dad. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I, I didn't know that. I completely forgot about that. Um, because it's been so long since I've seen the series and I was like oh my god John Lithgow's in this like this is crazy and that was what sparked me and my brother talking about it but I I love watching him and I'm pretty much anything so and that sounds very interesting I like that sometimes uh, sometimes neo-noir can be a little Mm -hmm. slow for me Mm -hmm. and not super exciting but it's a neo-noir thriller so and that cast sounds amazing yeah it it sounded good um, I didn't want to write too much about what the description was because I didn't want to give anything away. Mm-hmm. And different different ones I was reading on felt like it could have done that. So it's a thriller about some rich people getting conned. And it has a stellar cast, so definitely something to go see. Mm-hmm. If you do not feel like leaving your house this weekend or, you know, maybe you want to go see a movie at the theaters but nothing's really popping out to you, there are some things coming to streaming just for you guys to keep your eyes out on. On Netflix, Your Place or Mine, the rom-com with Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher is coming out. It's about two polar opposite best friends who decide to swap houses and lives for a week to see if what they really want is what they actually need. Great for Valentine's Day. Yes. Definitely. Um, I love both of those actors and it sounds like the holiday, but, um, Mm. but a little, but obviously a little bit different. And I did see a trailer for it. Um, so I, I think on TikTok, I think I saw the trailer (laughs) and, um, I was like, oh my gosh, a new Reese Witherspoon and, and Ashton Kutcher is, uh, the love interest. So I'm like, this, this sounds great. So do you want to hear something funny? Yes. I've seen nothing for this. I have not seen a trailer really? for it. All I saw was Ashton Kutcher was in the movie and I was like, sold. I <laughs> didn't really want to. doesn't take much. I didn't want to watch anything <laughs> to like spoil it or like. Yeah. I was like, you don't, I don't need to see a trailer. You don't need to sell me. He no. is, he's there. 
Nope. I that was just <laughs> that was my first seeing like my first um thing hearing of it was also seeing it and I was like oh that's very I just was on TikTok one day and I was like oh my goodness yep yeah. I, I I'm pretty sure I favorited it so I was like I gotta remember this I'm so. an, I'm an easy sell if you put yes. Ashton Kutcher on a screen mm-hmm. in front of me I will be watching it yep that's definitely why I'm rewatching or not rewatching but watching the that 90s show it's it's cute it's I like so it cute. I'm um I just finished uh episode six so work my way through it. I'm on episode two. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just finished episode two. Well, a friend messaged me and was like, uh, "Man, what like what episode are you on?" And I was like, "I think I just finished episode four. And he was like, "Well, when you get to episode six, someone is not aged well." And I was like, "Oh my god, I want to know who." So I don't want to spoil anything, but I think it's a great, um, especially because it's that '90s show. So just think of '90s stars. Okay. There is a uh, a guest spot, and I'm like, this was actually really fun to watch. So I definitely had to watch it. I'm excited and see who he was talking about. So that's good. Also on streaming, uh, Somebody I Used to Know, which will be on Prime Video, the new film from actor-director Dave Franco starring Allison Brie from the Lego movie, playing Allie who goes on a trip to her hometown and reconnects with her ex, Sean, played by Jay Ellis from Top Gun Maverick. And they go on a journey of self-reflection along the way. So I'm super excited because it's Dave Franco and Allison Brie who are married in real life. I didn't know that. Yeah. Why am I stupid? No. I didn't know that. <laughs> I I I can't remember when I found out about it, but it was definitely like they've been married for a while. All I thought when I was looking at this was is Jay Ellis the mustache guy from Top Gun? <laughs> <laughs> Miles Teller? <laughs> uh, okay. So I was playing the I was I was at my going away party for the theater. They threw me a party because I because I was leaving, and we were playing the blockbuster game. Uh-huh. And um, I was it was my turn to if you've never played blockbuster, it's like act it one word whatever. So I got Top Gun the original and mm-hmm. I put it in my act it spot and I was pointing up and I was doing a little plane, doing a little gun. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Mm-mm. On my team could get it. Oh no! They're like airplane, airplane, airplane. <laughs> I'm like, it's not airplane. And then someone's like, Avengers, and they're like, What, what are you talking? <laughs> Nobody got it. And then after, one of my teammates looks at me and goes, "We still won, by the way." But he goes, "Of course, you should have put it in one word and said mustache." <laughs> and then that actually, was like, yeah, that would have worked. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe for you, but I had to cater to other people on this team. I thought acting like a plane and shooting a... Uh-huh. Yep. Whatever. <laughs> so when I was reading this, I was like, oh, I wonder if that's the mustache guy he was talking about. <laughs> it is not the mustache That's funny, though. Um, but yeah, when you, when you think Top Gun Maverick, you're either thinking uh, Tom Cruise or Miles Teller, so... How dare I go with the theme How of the movie? How dare you? <laughs> um... I'm trying to think what else I've seen Jay Ellis in. I he he looks very familiar. I know I've seen him in, in uh, some other things. Um, oh yeah, Escape Room. Oh yeah, I know you I liked that those, movie. I love those movies. Um, and I think that actually might be it. Um, those yeah. are his two most notable roles. Yeah, yeah, it would be those. I do need to check out Insecure though. He's on that show. Mm. That show is, I've heard very, very good things. And Issa Rae is amazing. Um, so I'm excited for this one. Uh, Me too. I'm excited to see. I don't think I've seen anything directed by Dave Franco, though. I have not. And I was so excited mm-hmm. to see this. And I didn't want to, the poster for it is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And it dragged me. And it's like, it's the main actress. And she's like naked and she's running by a lake oh and it just has like the the title is like the black bar oh, like covering her okay. body <laughs> and it's supposed to be like a comedy but also like i guess them it says reconnects but they like hook up <laughs> and it makes them like her like second guess all of her life choices mm. and but it's also like a comedy and a romance and yeah. drama and i was like i don't know what's going on oh, i don't want to look into it because i don't want to spoil it but oh, this yeah. looks Looks pretty dang good. Yeah, that, and that's all I know from it, and I'm excited. 
for all of it. Yeah. <laughs> so that will be on Prime Video. Okay. So we talked about all of the movies that we wanted to talk about. There, again, were a lot still coming out that we just can't cover everything. Mm-hmm. But we talked about everything we want to talk about. We talked about the big two. The big yeah. two coming down the railway this weekend. So now it's for my favorite part of the show <laughs> to see if we are box office smart. So we're going to predict where what we think the top five is going to be mm-hmm. in their order. Okay. And if we want to be extra ballsy, we're going to try and put a number next to Magic Mike and Titanic to see if we can guess how it's going to open. But because I'm not evil, <laughs> Emily, I will be giving you some stats. Awesome. From the professionals who do this for a living. Thank you. And what they think the box office is going to be like. Okay. So overall, they are predicting that it's going to be a sleepy weekend. We got the Super Bowl this weekend. Mm. And we got people who are probably going to wait until Tuesday to go see a movie on actual Valentine's Day. Okay. So those are two main factors. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're expecting about a 23 to 33% drop in overall revenue from the top 10. Okay. I can... I concur. <laughs> They're expecting, these are some facts on all of the movies, um, a huge drop in Knock at the Cabin. They're predicting a, over a 60% drop. Wow. From weekend one to weekend two. Okay. But they're expecting 80 for Brady to hold well. Okay. It is Super Bowl weekend. Mm-hmm. But people might be getting enough of of football <laughs> with, that, with that. So that might, that is that might true. Be that's true. So I'm just telling you that that's the mm-hmm. prediction. They're okay. only predicting a 40% drop, not a great drop. Um, but definitely for a movie like that, not, not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the opening prediction numbers for our two big movies. The professionals are saying that magic Mike is going to open in an estimation about 10 to 15 million okay. this weekend. Uh, with Titanic's re-release estimated between eight to eleven million. Okay. Hmm. So, with that information, Emily, what's your top five for this weekend? <sighs> okay. Let's see. I, I definitely think that Titanic is going to take number one. I think with the nostalgia factor that uh, Avatar did so well. Right before Valentine's Day, I think I think Titanic's going to take number one. I think that's smart. I don't know if I agree, mm-hmm. but, you know, to take in the fact that Titanic is going to be getting the premium screens. Mm-hmm. People at AMC are going to have to pay that premium price to see it now. <laughs> um, and it's going to be higher price because 3D premium formats yeah. get higher yeah. price tickets to begin with. Yep. So a good consideration. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two. Number two. Let's see. I I think I think 80 for Brady's gonna stay at number two really yeah um because with Magic Mike being in not as many theaters I don't think it's gonna do as well I want it to do very well I mm-hmm. want it to knock 80 for Brady out but yeah. I don't think that it will um, so I think that my number two is going to be 80 for Brady. I think number three is going to be, uh, Magic Mike. And then I think that's going to drop, I think, Knock at the Cabin number four. Okay. So I'm just hitting you right there with them. Okay. Um, <laughs> hit, hit me with it. Yes. Um, and then I think Avatar is going to drop two spots and go to five. I think it's going to go to five. I think so. Do you I, have any numbers? That you want to hit us with? Um, let's see. I think with Titanic, I think it's going to be more than what they're predicting. I think it's going to be maybe I th- just a little bit more. I'm going to say about $12 million. So number one, about $12 million. Okay. Um, because if they're, if they're predicting kind of a sleepy uh, weekend, then I'm, I'm thinking it probably won't be as much... Um, as uh like knock at the cabin at 14 million mm-hmm. so i think it's gonna i think it's gonna be steady with a but more than they're predicting so about 12 million um and then i said 80 for brady and uh let's see real quick 
here. I think that's going to drop a little bit. I think it's going to go... Uh, I'm thinking that one might be about nine. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You're giving numbers for all of them, too. I'm loving it. I know. I'm trying. Oh, <laughs> yes. Overachiever. No, I'm going to have to think of some numbers. <laughs> I got to make sure I'm writing these down. Um, And then I said number three is going to be Magic Mike. Um, so that's nine. So I, I don't think, I think it's going to be a little bit less than what they're predicting again, just because of the theaters and everything. So I'm going to say that one's going to be about 8 million. I think it's still going to be pretty strong. Um, but I think it's going to be a little bit less. So you're, you're flopping the predictions for Titanic and Magic Mike basically. Yes. Wow. Okay. I'm loving it. Um, and then I said knock of the cabin for number four. And I just want to see about where, yeah, if they're going to say like, I, I, I also think it's going to take a drop. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think it's only going to maybe pull about, about five, five million. Yeah. And then, uh, this is kind of hard actually. Then that, I I don't know. I might need to change that number because I'm saying avatar is going to be number five. (laughs) They were at 11 million last week. Mm-hmm. they're gonna be under five but it might be all those people going to see i mean if it's like james cameron thing i'm gonna say avatar is gonna be f- just under five just under five yeah okay i think that's that's what i did i did okay. it i did numbers <laughs> we differ okay a lot all right i have in my little noggin so I, I kind of agree with you, but I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to say Magic Mike. I think it's going to open to one. Ooh, okay. I'm I'm putting Magic Mike in the number one it. spot. Um, I think Titanic will be two. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay, so yeah, I think Titanic's going to be at two. I think it's going to be a tight race between them. I think, Definitely. I think if I'm going number-wise, I think they're both going to open between... I, I want to hope that Magic Mike overperforms, but I think it might be a little doubtful because I think it's going to get a lot of its business on Tuesday. So I'm going to go on a limb and say that they're going to be close. They're both going to be in the, the high 10s, close to 11s. I think they're going to okay. be neck and neck. I think... I think um, that magic mic's gonna pull it down. Okay. I think Avatar is gonna be three. Okay. Yeah. Then it might stay steady. I think I think it will stay steady. I don't know if I can give it a number. It's been out too long. I <laughs> maybe maybe eight eight nine for for um, Avatar. I think then that would probably put eighty for Brady for at four, which I, I hate. That's gonna I'm saying it's still going to be in the top five, but I think with the Super Bowl, people who are big Brady fans might just want to go see that. Instead of seeing the Super Bowl it has all weekend, maybe it's going to put them in the 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 football mindset before the actual Super Bowl mm-hmm. on Sunday. I think it has some great reviews, so I think it's going to pull off number four. I'm going to go seven. Okay. Seven for 80 for Brady. Um, and then I... I want to hope that Knock at the Cabin could hit five. Okay. I, th- I don't think the reviews are doing it justice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Puss in Boots pulls it off, stays in the top five. Ooh, okay. I'm going to say it stays around with like six. So, because there, there's, no, there's no kid marketing right yeah. now. There's yeah. not a lot of competition out there. Um, it's heavy on the Valentine's Day. Heavy right on now, the Valentine's. So. so that's my top five. I'm I'm going Magic Mike, Titanic, Avatar, 80 for Brady, and Puss in Boots. I'm sorry, Knock at the Cabin. I want you to stay mm-hmm. there. I hope you surprise me. I would not be upset if you did. Yeah. I think it will probably land around six if we're going outside. Okay. The time, if we were going that far, we don't need to, but um, just... To give people some context, I think that that's probably where it would land. Okay. On my list. All right. Sounds good. We did it. We did it. <laughs>
if you guys have any predictions, if you think both of us are utter, utterly wrong, <laughs> you can tell us. Absolutely. Won't hurt our feelings. Tell us what your prediction is. Answer the poll about Magic Mike versus Fifty Shades of Grey. We are dying to know. And what then you tell us what you think your predictions are. And don't forget to tune in on Tuesday where we break down the box office and we all get to find out in real time <laughs> how correct we were. Or how completely wrong. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, uh, we did it. That's all from us. Remember to become a Box Office Club member to like, subscribe, review, and reach out to us at boxofficeclubpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Stay safe, support your local theaters, always. Tell us your thoughts on this week's box office stories, and we will see you next time with another segment of The Box Office Club. Club.